Welcome to the Connecticut Criminal Law Podcast, brought to you by Ruane Attorneys. The answers you need, the privacy you deserve. Each season tackles a different area of criminal law. Now, to your host, Jay Ruane. Hi, Jay Ruane here. This season on the podcast, we will switch gears just a little bit. One of the aspects of criminal defense is that it often intertwines with other areas of law. One area of law that frequently comes into contact with us as criminal defense attorneys is professional licensing defense. Every year, thousands of Connecticut professional license holders like nurses and other healthcare providers, hairstylists and tradespersons like electricians and plumbers face sanctions and license loss. The impact on their life can be devastating. Luckily, in our office, we have attorney Dennis Mancini. Dennis is a former prosecutor who handles professional license defense, and he created this season of the podcast to go over how the administrative discipline process works with both the Department of Public Health and the Department of Consumer Protection. I'm going to turn over this season to Dennis now, and he will tell you all you need to know about this unique area of law. You can read more about this area of law on Dennis's website, thelicenselawyers.com. Without any more delay... Here's Dennis. Hello, I am Dennis Mancini, and I am an attorney in Connecticut who handles professional license defense. Defending professional licenses can be a difficult process when it comes to knowing the procedures, regulations, and laws that are relevant to this type of work. I am here to speak with you on this podcast about the basics of professional licenses and will answer many of the questions that we get from clients on this topic. The first thing to cover is what exactly a professional license is. Connecticut law defines a license very broadly, encompassing any agency permit, certification, approval, registration, charter, or permission granted by law. There are a wide range of professional licenses, and they are broken down into several categories. These categories include healthcare licenses, trade work licenses, service industry licenses, licenses for working with certain people, construction and architecture licenses, sales licenses, and sports and recreation licenses. Each state is in charge of having agencies and departments that oversee different fields of work and oversee those that have professional licenses. Two agencies that oversee professional licensing in Connecticut are the Department of Consumer Protection, DCP, and the Department of Public Health, DPH. The DCP is in charge of licensing for almost every occupation or business requiring a license or permit short of medical, law, and some other licenses. The DCP regulates trades, public charities, gaming, alcohol distribution, drug distribution, wholesale and retail food, construction sites, and more. The agency not only regulates these industries, but also can respond to any complaints that are made against a business, investigate businesses or individuals that have allegations against them, look into any issue with a license, and make sure that certain standards and qualifications are maintained. The DPH controls the licensing and investigations of those who have or wish to obtain professional licenses in the healthcare industry. These licenses include, but are not limited to, acupuncture, addiction counseling, athletic training, body piercing, chiropractors, dentistry, estheticians, cosmetology, nurses and physicians, therapists, psychology, social work, tattoo artists, and veterinarians. Any member of the public may submit a complaint with a DPH or DCP 
and the agency is responsible for investigating and holding hearings for those that hold one of these professional licenses. These agencies also have specific investigation guidelines and disciplinary procedures that they follow when allegations are made. Surprisingly, there are over 800 occupations in the United States that are under the authority of state agencies. The DCP and the DPH are responsible for overseeing professional licenses. Specifically, the Occupation and Professional Licensing Division is responsible for protecting the welfare of the public by making sure that those working in each field or trade are qualified and competent. The authorizing of professional licenses generally lies at the state level with state agencies. The protections over property rights, including professional licenses, are called due process rights. Due process extends past ownership of land and money because many times the source of wealth does not come from mere possession of items, but rather the source of wealth and possessions. Due process requires that a person be given fair procedures before being deprived of life, liberty, or property. Due process protections protect the rest of society who rely heavily on the services from professional licenses and can get these services with less fear that they will be given poor care or be taken advantage of. Although state board investigations are daunting and stressful, there is some good that can come of it. First, the fact that investigations exist means that your license is something that is taken seriously and boards cannot discipline you or take away your license unless evidence is found during an investigation. Investigations solidify your due process rights and protections. Second, investigations make it less possible for state boards and agencies to insert their personal feelings or opinions into making a determination about a person's professional license. Third, if an investigation leads to the board pursuing action against you, you are entitled to a hearing where you can defend yourself and be represented by an attorney. One misconception is that although the opportunity to work and earn a professional license is often referred to as the right to work or the right to a professional license, a license is actually considered a privilege. A privilege is something that can be given and taken away and is considered to be a special advantage or opportunity that is available only to certain people. The key difference between a right and a privilege is that a person that has a privilege is not simply free to do whatever he or she wants. When a professional has a license to practice in a profession and perform certain work duties that those without the license cannot, they must adhere to regulations and refrain from certain conduct. The fact that a professional license to work is considered a privilege does not take away from the fact that a professional license is protected by rights. Due process rights ensure that those who have a professional license must, at the very least, be given notice and the opportunity for a hearing before it can be taken. The right and freedom to pursue an occupation and a professional license is still deeply rooted in the history of America, and the Constitution provides protections over participating in an occupation. It has also been argued in many cases that the choice to pursue an occupation affects a person's values, lifestyle, social status, and life in general and is a vital form of expression. I hope that this episode has helped you understand what professional licenses are, who has authority to authorize and revoke them, and why these licenses are privileges. These are some of the basic concepts that will be addressed throughout this series. If you need assistance with the professional license defense case, call our office or visit us at thelicensedlawyers.com. Thanks for listening to the Connecticut Criminal Law Podcast. For more information or to get a free consultation for your criminal law questions, visit us at RuaneAttorneys.com or call or text 203-925-9200.